Welcome to the Take Flight podcast with Daniel Johnson, Olu Okanola, Pavilo Timbo and Shurl Ahmed as your hosts. Take Flight is released weekly, giving you behind the scenes business views into multiple industries, as well as highlighting the backstories of entrepreneurs and leaders in their respective spaces. We'll also be breaking down business models, examining the latest trends in business and sharing our learnings along the way like a university business class packaged for a diverse and inclusive audience. We blend this together for a unique and exciting look into the world of business. Join us, your hosts, who are coming from underrepresented backgrounds in the UK, have since worked and traveled to over 100 countries, learned our craft in some of the largest companies in the globe, started our own businesses, as well as invested across multiple asset classes, as we give a unique and inclusive perspective with a mission to help other potential flyers get ready to take flight. Since its start in 2019, Take Flight Podcast has grown to have listeners in over 50 countries and is in the top 5% of podcasts globally and continuing to grow and expand. Come join a growing community and let's help more potential flyers take flight. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and SoundCloud. Take off, take flight with you. We never fly away. Welcome back to another episode of Take Flight Podcast. This is episode number 129. And this, as you can see from the title, is a Take Flight Takeaways episode hosted by me, Shuel, one of the four members of the Take Flight Podcast team. Now, hopefully by now you are already aware about this takeaways concept, but these episodes are short, bite-sized episodes of around 10 minutes where each of us take turns to share some takeaways and learnings which we think would be of value to others. In case you haven't checked out any of these Take Flight Takeaways episodes, I highly recommend for you to check them all out. Now back to today's episode. This episode, I'll be talking about the journey of what started as a side hustle and has evolved from zero to over three million pounds this year. And this is specifically related to my real estate company, Ahmed Capital Group, also referred to as ACG. Now, I will split this episode into three parts. One, the timeline of my experience with ACG. Two, why did I even start this in the first place? And three, the how of how we've been able to reach this really, really exciting milestone recently. Now, just to give some context, ACG is a real estate investment firm, which I founded in 2016. We focus on projects in the southeast of England, with our business model being that we identify and add value to properties while also managing our tenants in-house with our team. We do this to deliver a triple win scenario, a win for investors by providing attractive returns for them, a win for our tenants by providing good quality housing products and service, and then a win ultimately for ACG, a continued growth of our portfolio. So to start the episode and to give some context and timeline of my experience with ACG. So I bought my first property back in 2014. I thought I knew everything at this point about real estate, which was clearly the arrogance of youth when I look back. But I was just happy to get on the ladder. I had accumulated some savings from my first corporate role. And this was just to get the ball rolling. Now, fast forward a few more years. In 2016, I had the idea of creating some type of business entity to grow out my investments sometime in the future. And this was where ACG was originally born. Now, in 2018, this was when I was living in Tokyo, Japan at the time, all the way on the other side of the world. And I actually decided to buy my second property. Now, when I was in Japan, this is when I realized how big of a challenge time zone is. Tokyo at some points in the year is nine hours ahead on the clock. 
But then I realized actually with this acquisition of my second property that I can really do this from anywhere in the world as long as I have the right people to help me and ensure that I've got the people on the ground to help and then have a win-win situation. Now, the following year, 2019, this was a pivotal year because during this year, this was when I had met people who had bought multiple properties within a very short period of time. And I realized actually at this point how little I really knew. So I pushed the ego aside and I decided to invest in my learnings and invest in my education. And I spent about 10 to 15,000 across two real estate educational programs to network, to understand more complex real estate strategies and just be around people who are really doing it. Now, the last two years, this is where we've been able to grow significantly, bringing on board investors and partners, and have, and have been able to add more than £2 million worth of real estate, crossing the £3 million total threshold this quarter in Q2 2022. We have an aim to reach 4 to £5 million by the end of this year, and to, this will help us keep on track with our mid and long-term targets. Now, this has all been done without real estate being my main thing, which I'm very open about. I've also been living internationally and outside of the UK for the past 10 years. And during that period, I've been really fortunate enough to relocate countries five times across Europe and Asia, traveled across the globe to over 60 countries, and I've invested in my self-development and business interests in other areas. So why did I decide to start ACG and how has this been done so far? So let's start with why. Why ACG? So the first thing is that I'm trying to learn from history and learning from those around me. So growing up, I saw firsthand what happens when you put all your eggs in one basket. And my father had restaurant businesses in the UK. When business was going great, it was great. But then at a point when the business turned, it was really a struggle for our family. And we didn't have a financial safety net at the time. And I saw firsthand the stress and pressure this put both of my parents and our family under. I think also growing up within the Bangladeshi community, which is the one that I'm part of, we didn't really have many discussions about saving to invest in long-term assets, to invest in cash-flowing assets. I think this comes down to a lack of education and maybe a lack of knowledge about how to do this properly. And the investments that were made weren't the most lucrative. So I think with all of this, I learned growing up that it's important to have a safety net and it's important to talk about this and be around people who are really doing it to share knowledge. Now, my second why is really to make the most of the opportunities that I have in front of me. Now, I've seen where my parents have come from in Bangladesh. I have villages of people in Bangladesh that are family that would risk everything to have the opportunities I've had in the UK. And even then, I grew up in the UK in a working class household, born into local council housing and qualifying for, for free school meals. But with the mindset of wanting to make the most of it and seeing where my parents had come from, from Bangladesh, this has helped me to seek doors that weren't even visible growing up to now opening them and showing others what's possible. And as the good brother Andy Ayim said in our last podcast, it's now an honor and a privilege to make the most of all these opportunities and share this with others and bring others along on the journey. And then my final why is really the, the learning mindset. I think everything that I'm learning in ACG is applicable to other areas and vice versa, from cash flow, from raising finance from investors, to managing building teams, to setting up processes for my team to have the autonomy to drive things, working with a lot of uncertainty at times and stress, communication, all of this. Everything that I've been learning in ACG is applicable to everything else that I'm doing outside of ACG. And this is a polarity that continues to feed itself. I'm personally someone who loves to learn. And I think creating something like this has really been able to accentuate that even more. So those are my my whys in terms of uh, ACG, 
Now, in terms of the how, so how has this actually been done? So for the how, I've been able to split it up into five areas. So one, the first thing that I would recommend for everyone, and this took me a little while to do at the beginning, is really to park your ego and get educated. So as mentioned, back in 2014, when I bought my first property, I had one and I thought I knew everything. And it was only later on when I met people who had done a lot more with a lot less that actually I realized that I don't know anything. And this is actually a form of power because now I can start again and learn everything from the ground up. So what does that mean for me? I spent £10,000 on property trainings and an additional £5,000 to travel to these training trainings over the years and networking events. Now, of course, you can do this yourself through YouTube, through podcasts nowadays. But for me personally, I needed to have the immersive educational experience and build those real life connections. So for me, it was really important to park the ego and get educated. And ultimately, any education should be worth the investment as long as you take action. The other element of the how is to really focus on what makes sense for you long term. So this could be what area you'd like to invest in. How much time would you like to spend doing this? Who would you like to work with? Leveraging existing relationships, et cetera, et cetera. Now, for me, what made sense was after I bought my second property, there was a period where I was looking at other parts of the UK to invest in. For me in the southeast of England, where I grew up, the price points are slightly higher, but I do have the existing I do have existing relationships that I could tap into um, I could cultivate relationships I know the area really well so I decided to take a long-term view maybe the price points are higher but I thought in the long term it would definitely help with the compounding of relationships and time invested etc so for me it made sense to focus on the southeast for our phase one growth period that we're going through now but I really would recommend for everyone to focus on what makes sense for you long term not just the short term quick flip where can I make the most of my money, et cetera, but really taking that long-term view. The third element of the how is to build a great team with processes set and outsource as much as you can. Now, at the beginning, when I bought my first and second property, I was pretty much doing everything myself, apart from having a good broker at the time. I was trying to arrange builders myself. I was trying to visit the properties. I would fly in for some of them. Um, I had agents that were working for me, but I didn't necessarily trust them because I hadn't built that relationship at that point. But then I realized that this will not scale if I keep doing this. And I think I also learned this in the in the training programs that I was part of meeting people who had been far away from their portfolios, but they've been able to really scale well. So then with this, I decided that I need to build a great team. I set out processes to document some of the steps that I was doing to acquire the properties, how I was onboarding tenants, also getting agents to start helping as well. And then through this, now we've been able to create a great network. Now with my brothers actively involved in the business, I have a Rolodex of agents that now I can contact and call and text who I have a great relationship with, great brokers now that I can recommend to anyone, great legal teams, great accountants. So I've got a good team now that actually allows me to work on this wherever I am in the world. And this is something that has really allowed us to scale, especially in the last two years. The fourth element of how is to get connected with people in a space and on a similar mission. So this, I think, like anything in business, if you're trying to do it yourself and you think you're the only one in the space with the best ideas, you may not get very far. What has personally helped me is to be around other people who are interested in the real estate space. They're striving for a similar mission and that we basically all help each other to get there. Uh, 
just to mention some names, for example. So Pabilo Olu from the podcast and Nathan, we've created a No Money Down Mastermind where we basically catch up every month. We talk about property, etc. And we share with each other the challenges that we're going through, how we've gone through them, and also brainstorming together. Also, nowadays, there's great podcasts available out there. Some property podcasts that I can definitely recommend. Tej Talks podcast and I've been able to meet Tej as well who does great content and is a great guy James Sahota also Tej and James organize events together through this I've also been able to connect with Shaz Shaz Ahmed who's my broker for the bridging financing has also been great with unbelievable service through the networks and uh, meeting people through property I've also been able to connect with people like Alfred Jade who we've had on the on the, on the podcast to interview and also Saif who's got who's been uh, unbelievable help just sharing with him my development plans and him brainstorming together with me as well so these are all people that i've been able to connect with in the space and have been extremely helpful for me and this is a network that continues to grow i'm meeting people in the space all the time and i hope that continues to grow as well but it really is invaluable to get connected with people in the space and on a similar mission so you can really help each other and then the final element of how i think which has really helped me is to just set a target start and then iterate from there so when i when i bought my first property back in 2014 i had set up a target of having four properties by 30 and then i ended up with eight at 30 by growing and learning more about the space i'd also set a target of one million pound portfolio by 2021 and now that i've got to 2022 we've just hit more than three million the next target for us to reach is 10 million by 2023 2024 to then get to 100 million within this decade now, this doesn't need to be all in real estate, but that's the target that I set on the board. We've also calculated backwards in terms of how we'll get there. And we will definitely get there with the team that I have now in place and the future team that will join us on this on this work. And Andy, especially, let's clip this for the future and play it back once we reach those uh, milestones. But for me personally, setting a target gives me the direction to work towards building on everything that I've mentioned above. As long as you have a strong why in terms of why you're doing it you're clear on how you're going to do it as well, then these targets help you to continue to grow and push yourself to start looking at bigger developments, working with partners like investors, and then really trying to go for it. So that's it, guys. That's the journey of zero to three million. Why and how? I hope this has been useful. In case you have any questions, would be interested to invest, or if I can help you in any other way, you can find me on LinkedIn with my name, Shuel, or Instagram at Shuel1. I look forward to doing an update when we get to 5 million or 10 million soon. Please make sure to also check out our previous takeaway episodes in case you haven't, as well as our Take Flight Talks episodes, where we talk to others leading in their space. The last interview with Andy was a great one. Now, if you haven't done so already, please do also subscribe to us on whichever platform you listen to us on, or maybe watching us on YouTube. Leave a review if you have 30 seconds to spare or even share this with someone who you think may find it helpful. We'll be back next week with the full gang. Until then, shout out to you. Thank you for listening. The flyers keep on taking flight and flying. Hi. Take off, take flight with you. Yeah. Fool, we never fly away.